2: what else you want to do? You want to just
0: talk about religion too? Man, Yes, 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 absolutely. All right, John, it's
3: on you. All right, here we go. Once again, welcome in to yet another episode. Once again, song. Your favorite podcast, Straight No Chaser. Thank you for joining us. Please like, share, and subscribe to this. We are everywhere that podcasts are available. So iTunes... Spotify, Amazon, everywhere that you can find podcasts, you can find this podcast. Tell your people about it. Uh, My name is John. How you doing? We're going to go around the horn, introduce everybody. Go for it, Ra.
0: What up, everybody? Rashim, how you feeling? Um, I'm going to throw it to my birthday twin, Neil, Big Ox. Yeah.
1: What's going on, people? Scorpio season is officially over. But to end it out, we got two of the best brothers I know. Right here for Scorpio season. Um, uh, love y'all, man. We mm-hmm. it again go ahead, Keltrick.
2: What up, what up? Welcome to Sagittarius season, the best <laughs> season in all of the zodiac. But uh happy birthday, man. Keltrich, what's propping?
3: There you go. So, I mean, for those out there that might not be fully aware, uh, as they just mentioned, Rashim and Neil. Are celebrating a birthday just happens to be today this day is a very you know um i don't know what the right word would be for this you know surreal surreal day you know what i'm saying because on many occasions in the past because it was both of their birthdays we would all kind of celebrate so a whole lot of very seminal events Happened. What you mean?
2: What you mean? Kinda. We absolutely would celebrate. We have parties. We had Scorpio Ball. We had all kind of stuff
0: every year. We Scorpio had Scorpio ball. ball. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> I haven't thought about that one in a minute. But yeah. Um. So yeah, it's a very interesting night. So it's only right we got to have a little celebratory drink, even though we're remote and socially distant and everything else. We got to get a little drink on. So KG, yo, culture what kind
2: of uh? What is that, please? What is that? This is a very fresh, uh, recently purchased bottle of Klaas Azul tequila, Raspisado. uh The hood then drove up the market. It used to be, uh, you know, maybe like 80 bucks, 90 bucks to get a bottle of this. Now it's like 150, depending on where you live, it's stupid wow. prices. But mm. it's worth it. It is a phenomenal tequila. You can sip it. I've given it to Neil. And it was like, oh, this is kind of good. And Neil doesn't like tequila like that. So yeah. cheers, brothers. I'm going to open this up just for y'all. There you go. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you, appreciate you.
3: So, I mean, we get one little drink and then, uh, you know, we got to talk about a few different things, internet, uh, we're going to touch on COVID, you know, Jerron uh, Smith, a man uh, that worked for Trump, various other things. But for now, we're going to drink. So, every if you got
0: it, now's the time, gentlemen, cheers. Got a little Glenlivet 18 right here. I'm going to sip on this. because i don't Tell them about
1: that. What you drinking, Neil? Just straight Lunazul tequila. Keeping it simple. To the head. Always. To, just just oh, to the head?
0: I'm not always. going to the head.
1: Nope. Oh, no. Neil got a whole bottle, so please don't. We, I'm good. We're doing that. This, my shot is this. Love y'all, though.
3: There you go. There you go.
0: Happy birthday, twin.
3: Yes, sir. Next year, we're going to get back on wine. Together. But I thought you were sipping the tequila. Oh, you did a shot of tequila and sipping on the wine. I got you.
1: Right. He did
3: say that. I got you. Okay. Well, also, KG,
2: there's also a special occasion for what other reason? Right? Well, we are 109 years old. For those that don't know, if you look right here, where my finger is, you see Omega Sapphire. Our founding day was November 17, 1911. We were celebrated uh, this past week. So, uh, shout out to the bros. There you go, another drink. Now to be clear, Keltrick is the only Q. So but yeah, it's all good. We all love the bros. We didn't kick it with the Qs enough. Y'all didn't kick it with the bros enough times. You know what I'm saying? Just because we hanging out with me. It's all love. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You got it gets real political internet. So (laughs) yes. We ain't got no problem with nobody. Absolutely. And listen, the bros are some very nice people, man. We've all, you know, we've had a great time in our lives. So no doubt.
3: Definitely. And I mean, um, unfortunately, we got to dig into another one of the Greek type people, Jerron Smith. So, real quick, we're going to give a little breakdown for everybody that doesn't know. I think that's that man's name. That's not his name?
0: It is, but aren't we doing the the aging conversation first?
3: Right. Yes, the aging conversation
0: first. notes for a reason.
3: Right. There you go. See? So... Part of all this, they having birthdays and everything. <laughs> I'm not drinking, America, but anyway. You should be based on how you acting right now. Right. Part right. of all this, we're having an aging conversation because, you know, we're getting a little bit older and so many people have a problem, I think, with age. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and don't really want to be a, don't want to accept that they're getting older. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know what I mean? And I feel like we need to kind of come to grips with our age uh, and you know, where we at in life generally. You know what I'm saying? So, um, Neil and Ra are 40, how old are y'all, 47? 48.
0: Right here. 48. I, um, yeah, this whole aging thing is, is real. Cause you know, when you're young, you feel invincible especially when you don't see yourself you you can't even imagine what 40 is going to look like Mm -hmm. now that i'm i'm closer to 50 than i am 40 it's like every day i am intentionally trying to imagine what 50 plus is going to look like i'm trying to be more intentional i'm trying to uh, plan more i'm trying to make sure that i could take care of myself i just went through a situation where you know for a minute covid and then i got you know, I was I was lazy, I wasn't going to the gym. My body was breaking down to the point my knees were just shot. Mm. So I gotta be like intentional. How do I make sure I stay on top of what I'm eating, uh, what I'm drinking, how I'm working out, what the schedule looks like, my sleep patterns, because for them young cats, y'all, you know, it's good when you're young, but when you get older, you can't be on autopilot. It, it just don't work.
1: Yeah, and I think it's also based on, you know, your personal, your personal truth is me. I want to be as old as I could get. If God finds it willing to let me be here till 106, I'm cool. Just as long as I'm not dependent upon my daughters. So if I can move around and I can take care of my own faculties and this, that, and nature, let me live. I'm trying to get this. I mean, nobody believed I was 48 now. They thought I was lying. So I guess that's a blessing. But I'm trying to get as as many, as, as much age and mileage as I could get. But I don't feel 48 though. To answer your question, I think back in the days, they used to have something like, what's your physical physical age, your mental age, your spiritual age, whatever. Mm-hmm. Somebody said, do you feel 48? No, nah, I feel like I'm in my 30s, you know what I'm saying? But my mental state is a whole lot different. Y'all know me from where mm-hmm. I was in the days. My mental state is completely different. So for me right now, I'm just, you know, they say more stress you get is when you get gray and all that. I try to keep that and be as peaceful as I possibly can. Right? <laughs>
0: I feel every bad, every every bit of my 47 years i feel them all now the <laughs> thing that now you said when now folks won't be like you you if i say how old do i look they're not gonna peg me for 47. Gotta, mm. but, but they will peg me in my 40s they will they they will be like late 30s early 40s which is different because i remember back in the day you know it'd be like oh you don't look a day over 22 or 23 and i'd be like 37. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> what has happened to the point now that you could tell I'm in my forties? Like that's what.
1: Or Even of- once in the blue moon, we would play little games when we was in social settings. Oh yeah. Us. Who you think is who you think is older? They would think Rasheen is older than me, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm older than
2: him. I mean, I, I'll say this. You know, it's interesting. I had a conversation with my neighbor across the street. And uh, she was, y'all gonna hear noise in my background. That's what I got kids, I got a family, is what it is. So, in the that, we all in COVID. So, they thought me and my wife were in our thirties. I'm about to be 42, 42, 43, something like that this year. I, I don't even remember how old I am, quite honestly sometimes. Um, but, I got a birthday coming up in, you know, three weeks. And I, you know, I don't, I don't feel in my 40s, um, I work out religiously now. At this point, um, I never worked out in my in my you know when I was younger, but I'm much more aware of my fitness, my health, and it all kind of goes together. You know, taking care of your physical body can help support your mental uh, situation and even spiritually to some extent. So, mm-hmm. I think we have to uh, we got to take we got to take care of ourselves, man. It's the only body you get, so. If you don't work it out, it's gonna, it's gonna it's gonna shut down like anything else that you own. Like if you don't take care of anything that you own, it's gonna,
1: it's gonna, it's gonna crash and burn. So your body's no different. It's a temple. And the biggest thing that I tell people all the time when it comes to age and maturing and you know adapting a physical, healthy lifestyle, you gotta do it when you're ready. You can't make somebody, you know, get into fitness or start taking care of themselves because then it's gonna seem like a burden. And if you and if you make exercise and a healthy living a burden or a task, you're gonna fall off. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know me all my life. Y'all see me from my worst shape to my best shape. So, You know, I think for me, in my 40s, it started clicking where, as a matter of fact, I think Keltrick and I had this conversation before and he would say he did kind of warn me. But when you're in your 40s, there's just certain things you should know. Like in my prime, when we was all family back in the days, internet world, my biggest weight, I think, was 315. So if you sit there consciously and you're like, damn, I'm 315 in my 40s wearing a 4X, damn near 48 waist, you got to take some kind of like, I don't know what you call it. Inventory. Not even that. When you, you, well, I guess so. Inventory and just check yourself to be like, dog, that's not healthy. You know, like, y'all family, I don't think I was ever sloppy looking fat, but 4X, that's crucial. You know what I mean? So, well, well, don't tell them tell how tall you are. It's not just the, the weight number. It's oh, like, five 5'11 and a half. I'm not even six foot. God got it. You know so 5'11 and a half. So it was almost like I think what Rasheen used to say. I'm an educator for 20 years. So, but knowing my luck, I was always on the third and fourth floor. So if you're 3'15 and you gotta go to the fourth floor every day, you start you start feeling that. So I was like, damn, why am I did Just going upstairs. And then it clicked on me and now You know, my family will tell you, I'm a gym head. I'm in there seven days a week. I don't even, you know, so I don't have an end goal for myself. And for me, I I dislike when people say, oh, um, you're getting in shape. I'm like, nah, this is a lifestyle. I want to be a grandkid. So that's how I look at it. But you're not going to do it till you're ready. That's my biggest. You're not actually ready and saying, yo, I want to do this. Because you can't eat healthy Monday through Thursday and then wild out you know, for the weekend. It ain't going to... You kind of can, though. Um, you got to be disciplined first. You can't do just jumping on a bandwagon and saying you're going to do that. You got to be in the game and know how to discipline yourself. Facts.
2: The biggest thing, I
1: mean, I... The biggest thing for everybody that's been trying to get in shape right now is going to be next week, Thanksgiving. They're going to get it in. they going to get it in. And how motivated will you be? You're going to get down Thursday. You're going to have leftovers Friday and Saturday. How focused are you going to be then the next week to get back in the gym and work off everything... You should work out Thanksgiving morning. I mean Thanksgiving, your your food should happen
2: at <laughs> night on the afternoon, so you should have time to get in the gym or wherever you go for your fitness uh, routines. I'll say this too, like I, I've been I've been fortunate where I've I've been the same shape. Like I can fit in the clothes that I wore in high school. Like I've gotten a little bit more size, but I can still like fit the same waist of pants that I had on in high school. The good thing about it, I would say now, is I'm in better shape now than I was in high school because I do more stuff, total body fitness than I did in high school. Like I never worked out. I just been like genetically, I was. I've been fortunate. I've been very, very fortunate with my genetics. But now it's a, it's a lifestyle choice. Like I feel bad if I don't go to the gym. I force myself to work out. Like if I'm having my workout that day, I can work at 11 o'clock at night and still, you know, put in the work that I need to, where I feel like I've achieved something from a fitness standpoint. So just. To
1: your point, Nell, if you you gonna do it till you're ready. But when you are ready, just go for it and maintain. Mm. And then you got cats like Ra and John, where when they get committed in the gym, it's not hard for them to get in shape.
0: Yeah, hold on, I'll be right
1: back. As much as I love teasing John all the time, if John go hard body in the gym for six weeks, all his weight is gone. So that's not true. Even, hold on a second, because he got the military background. I I say six weeks, John could be right. What's the definition of right? I'm right right now. No, you're not.
3: See? 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 I, I could not get right. See, internet, here's the thing. We was talking about age and how you feel and everything like that. Neil and Keltrick like to work out. They're drinking water. You know what I'm saying? Uh, taking their vitamins and such and so forth like that. I can also still fit the clothes that I had on in high school. That's because all my clothes in high school were like 2X any damn way because I went to school in the 90s. Um, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. I am on health food. My health food is cheeseburgers. I'm going to live right now as much as I possibly can and let the chips fall where they may. So I ain't Since running.
1: straight, no chasing. Tell them the belly that you want, John. Tell them the who? Tell them the belly that you want. Tell them the belly that I want. Like Buddha? You said you want your belly as big as Buddha as long as
3: it's strong. I want to be able to turn sideways to go through a door. That's that's kind of where I'm going with it.
0: Yeah, but we, we, we focused on this. Um, getting older, having to look out for our health and our body and all like this stuff. But what about the mentals? What about Talk the about mindset? It. Because you know, when you hit your forties, your mindset should be a little bit different in terms of how you view the world, in terms of how that causes you to interact and deal with people. Um, you know, I got this vintage nineteen seventy three. I think that's a vintage year. I feel bad for anybody who got to deal with dudes who were born in the eighties. Why is that? Why is that? Cause late eighties, <laughs> early eighties, you you close to seventies, okay. But if you you like eighty five and younger, that just speaks to a different mentality where people aren't willing to to see both sides of things and they're really um, self centered.
2: Mm. I don't know if that's a fair statement because you, if you look it at it may not um, be
0: fair. It may not be fair,
2: Oh, it's not fair because if you look at the political environment, those the head the, the forty five is in the seventies. He's, you know, he's definitely not viewing things from all angles and sides. So I think it's, uh, I know people that are born in the 80s, clearly, and I don't have a problem with them. I would say if you get into the 90s and 2000, your statement seems probably a little bit more valid because their mentality is a little bit more, get things right now. They don't have as much patience. But quite frankly, I don't even know if you should have patience. Like you should, if you feel like you're that person, come in, show and prove. You can't expect it to happen without you putting in the work. So look at a dude like LeBron, right? I'm, as we were talking, I was thinking to myself like, this dude is going into his 18th season, mm-hmm. mid-30s, late-30s, still dominating the NBA. And it's not like a bunch of you know scrubs playing ball, but he also invests in his own fitness. Mm-hmm. A million dollars a year, Russell Wilson is, is something that's very similar to LeBron from a fitness standpoint. And people are gonna see him as a blueprint, right? Like right now, we're living, we're examples for the next generation like All right, this is the blueprint of the things we could do what's possible or even somebody that could break the mold. you know what i'm saying so it's uh it's a crazy it's a crazy cycle of events and i, I would i would be remiss to put the people in the, in the 80s early and mid 80s as, as like some bums
0: i think <laughs> i think like lebron is not a blueprint like lebron is an exceptional I think that there are dudes who, who came out of the 80s, who were born in the 80s, who are exceptional dudes, who, who are, who are stand-up, who are, who are good people, who are level-headed, sensible. But I, I see them as exceptions to the rule, and, and the rest of their peers have not caught up to them yet. Not that they won't, they probably will, but they may need a little more time. But I think there's some people who in that millennial age range that are struggling. But mm-hmm. then I think there are other people within that millennial age range who are head and shoulders, other dudes who are head and shoulders above the rest. I just yeah. think by and large, they. they
3: so, got- Rob, what you're trying to say is that the best generation of black men was born in the 70s? That's generally what I'm getting from you.
0: Currently, right now, yes. There you go. Okay.
3: Well, you heard it here. Internet. Yeah. Take that, snippet, and run with it. So, um, yeah, health age, all that other good stuff. You're going to get old. Um, it's unavoidable. You can take good care of yourself, as you should. Go to the doctor if you got insurance. If you don't have insurance, try to get some insurance. And, uh, yeah, man, you know, that's that's a good thing, you know. So, yeah. Uh, on that note, we're going to Jerron Smith. Now, I don't know if y'all know about this dude. He is the bald, bearded, black alpha guy from howard that also is working for the uh uh trump administration or was working for the trump administration
0: he was a senior advisor
2: <clears The highest throat> he
3: was the highest ranking black person he was
0: a deputy advi- uh uh, uh advisor senior advisor. He wasn't, senior. he wasn't a senior he was deputy
3: but so uh, the, his whole they claim the highest thing, ranking. yeah they said I, yeah how is he the highest ranking if he's a deputy something and ain't uh what's his name um the ben, ben,
2: ben Carson is yeah. a, he's a he's a appointed though he's an appointed that's right. different.
3: Okay. Well, yeah. So people got a problem with this dude because he's uh, was working for the Trump administration and is a Trump apologist, I guess you could say. And I just kind of wanted to get y'all's temperature about dude and what it means to you know be a coon. This is something that people throw out on the internet a lot. You know, if you do not agree with. If you are for Trump, for example, you a coon. Uh, You can be a coon for various different reasons. And I'm just trying to be like, okay, what all goes into it? Because eh, I think it's counterproductive,
2: but we can throw that out there. I mean, you, I don't think that's why we're talking about him because he's, he's relevant right now in our conversation because of an interview he did with Joy Reid on MSNBC. Where he looked like an ass. He wasn't prepared. But your other, the question that you're asking right now, I think, is a relevant one because you know Rashim a few weeks ago was like, if you are for 45, like I'm anti, not anti you, I guess. Would you say anti you?
0: No, I, I. All I said was, if you vote for Trump as a black male, you are trash. You're That's trash. what I said.
1: Yeah, if and, I, and vote,
0: I. If you spend your 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 voting currency for an administration that has done nothing for you worked against your best interest in your trash.
2: And I, and I, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I mean, y'all know me. I'm always looking on the bright side. I'm, I'm, I'm an optimist. I just don't know if I can get there where I, I would say, I think I, the, the, the society and culture we live in right now is every, you say something, if you say something that anybody or the master disagree with, then you kind of cancel. We talked about cancel mm-hmm. culture before. I mean, the dude looked, he looked ill prepared. I'm not going to say the dude is a coon. I don't know. I don't know what he's, I don't know his pedigree enough to be like I think he's a coon. Several people I think are coons. I don't know if he's one of them, but I know he he looked foolish. I think for him to not be objective in, in really what's going on, I think that's what I have the most concern with the Republicans, and not just him, all of them who are looking at what 45 and his cronies are trying to do and not they should be trying to cancel him Mm -hmm. and distance themselves from something that they know is illegal, immoral, and just the intentions of what an American should be. So for that, I think he should be canceled, not because he supports 45.
3: I mean, you know, dude basically um, wasn't prepared, like you said. So many people detest black people that uh, were supporting Trump because they felt like, you know, y'all are working against the larger culture or whatever the case is and therefore you are a coon and i mean ultimately we have to go with what the masses of people say so it's one of them very difficult conversations we know of people who know of this dude and i could just imagine like how i would feel if you know one of y'all was getting drugged through social media or whatever the case is that'd be very difficult for me regardless of what your little political uh beliefs or whatever were but it's unfortunate. It is what it is, though. He's definitely gonna have to
2: take that L. Not he not. started the black Republican group at, at Howard too, from what I understand. A word, okay. I, I, I don't start. know if
0: he started it, but he definitely was was um, active as as a young black Republican. I mean, I know him. I mean, I worked with him when he you know we was in Blackburn doing stuff in student group, student activities. Good dude, um, and has been a Republican since I've known him. Like that mm-hmm. that that isn't brand new, and I can imagine that as a Republican, if you have an opportunity to work in a Republican White House for a Republican president-
3: No brainer. It.
0: It, yeah, it's a no brainer. But I'm just sitting on, on now on the back end of this, this experiment of Donald Trump's presidency, it is clear that his presidency has been a, a, a hot flaming bag of, of manure. You know what I'm saying? It's it's clear that his president- is so right. Exactly. You're right. To, to me and to to, to uh, 77, 78 million other people, it is clear that his presidency has not been what it should be. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I don't understand why Jerron doesn't pivot at this point, because at this, do you want to save your career as a Republican? Or do you want to go down as a Trump apologist? Because at this point in time, he could, he could shift gears and be like, you know what? He could pull out Omarosa. He could pull uh, um, any one of the people who have left the Trump administration and was like, you know what? I don't ride with that. That's not, he could write a book. He could do the circuit. He is intentionally deciding mm-hmm. to speak those those talking points and in the same breath say, oh, but I don't work for the Trump administration anymore. But when he started the interview, he said something about we have uh, um, cases in front of the judge we have mm-hmm. well who's we
2: the republican party i, I think i think no, this no, is no, it's
0: not the republican party it's trump's campaign lawyers who's doing that
2: i don't disagree with the facts i'm i'm we're trying to think about we're trying to put ourselves in this dude's mindset i think that a lot A reason that i'm i'm reading a lot of republicans don't want to pivot from 45 is because of the political capital that he still exudes. Mm-hmm. 71, 72 million people still voted for this dude mm-hmm. and in areas where many of these Republicans work, where they you know reside, where they, you know, they've been elected from. And so I think because of that, they don't want to draw the ire of their constituents, nor the ire of 45. So then they become complicit and silent, like some, some clowns, and not do the right thing. So I don't, I don't necessarily, I do blame them. I think it's cowardly. Um, but I mean,
3: the thing is that we keep going back to this. And we touched on this uh, on a previous show. In order to, like, this is what the Republicans are going to be associated with. No matter who, what Republicans run or do or whatever in the future, they're going to make the voters are going to be like, "Where do you stand with Trump?" You know what I'm saying, and, and Trump's whole, uh, I don't know what you would call it, his MO. You know, for lack of a better word, they're going to be like, "Are you with that, or are you not?" And if you say that you're not with how Trump did things, then all Trump's voters are not going to support you, and all Trump's voters are the GOP base. So therefore, it makes perfect sense to me for him to be like, "I'm not trying to piss off Trump right now. I'm That's going not to- true."
2: the company line that's what he's doing statistically that's not true what's not true your statement is not true because if he lost 45 lost the head ticket right if you look at the other down ballot stuff they held suit Mm -hmm. so it's not like the constituents are like you know they are against him and for the people that they elected
3: i mean uh the people are not a against trump in my opinion i feel like they came out for him um he would be if he wants to have a future in republican politics pissing off trump is not a good way of going about doing that and right now trump's like everybody needs to fight against me getting put out of office so if you want to continue on in the future in this whole political infrastructure that's just what he had to do i mean i'm not saying that that's necessarily what i would do i wouldn't work for trump in the first place but if I was him, that's what I would do. Now, is he a coon or not? Uh, and is that my place to even label him that? I mean, but y'all know how we do on social media. You wouldn't, you wouldn't take the job
2: from forty-five, like at the early, like oh. on, at the onset.
0: Nope.
3: I wouldn't work for Obama either. So don't. So don't. You know.
0: Yeah, leave. I wouldn't work for Obama, but I definitely wouldn't work for no forty-five. Nah. Even at the of, I mean, he he already showed his hand. I, I would know what type of environment I'm walking into. I wouldn't do that. would I call Jeranna um for having worked for 45 nah when he started when he worked for 40 when he when he started working for the White House, I saw it as an opportunity as a black Republican to mm-hmm. work in a Republican White House just like all the people we knew I don't know if y'all know him but I'm, I'm certain cage all these people we knew who worked for Obama, black people who came out of Howard, who had an opportunity to work in the White House, they jumped at the opportunity. That's what
2: I'm saying. Like, I can't, I can't be mad at this dude for his own personal right. political beliefs yeah. to take the job. Like, I again to your point, Ra. If I was a Republican and I got an opportunity to work in the White House, I'm probably gonna take that job. No if I'm a Democrat and I got an opportunity to work in the White House, I'm probably gonna take that job. I don't, I don't think it matters who the person is that is running the show. It's the job at the White House that's the appeal. That's a, it's not a if it's the person that, that's running the shit. We like okay. work for companies that people who run the company probably like, they're some, they some jerks and assholes. But we still work for those, some people may still work for those companies.
3: Sounds about right to me. So we are all in agreement that simply being a Republican doesn't necessarily make the man a coon.
0: No, because quite honestly, the Republican Party and, and, and a number of their ideals, are very much in line with traditional black um uh, uh family and, and community ideals. Um mm-hmm. God at the center, uh financially conservative, um uh, keeping the government out of your business. A lot of black families come up in the South, that's that's who they are at, at the core. And um so if that's what you believe, that'll make you a coon. Now yeah. if you start tap dancing, and singing Mammy <laughs>
3: that's and when you coonin. cooning
0: that's when you coonin'. cooning
3: okay so Diamond and Silk do they qualify are they coons
2: yes no yes, yes they are damn well straight I, no think, of I think I think Terrence Williams is he kind of falls in that same same suit as well Look him up. He's on he's he's a, he's funny to me, he's comical. He's just he's just a he's a black guy who's a black Republican who does very similar you know, caricature of sorts. The same thing as kind of diamond and Silk, but he stunts for 45 very very, very like aggressively.
0: Is he cool. down in
2: Texas? I don't know where he lives, but he wrote a book recently. Um, I follow I follow conservatives. Uh, people on left and right on, on Twitter, so it's, I, I get I get it on I get it from both sides. So it's a, I, I laugh at both 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 sides of the parties, but I don't know where he lives. He's funny. He oh, okay. eats chicken and makes you know look. It's he is definitely a coon in my opinion, definitely coonish.
3: Okay, well there you go. You know some people are cool, some people are not. It's just the way it is. But um, I guess something that's not coonish, COVID. Um actually COVID is yeah.
2: ass. Before before we get to COVID, I got a question on, on this whole this dude like questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm thinking of like, all right, do you think we should have do you think based on what you've seen right now from Joe Biden, we're gonna have a significant pivot, or is it gonna be kind of kind of business as usual? Because from my vantage point, he's getting no buy-in from the majority of the I only think like two or three senators have came out and said, hey, congratulations to the president-elect. Everybody else kind of the word. Hmm. Do you think he should still try to reach across the aisle and work with these folks? Or should he be like, you know what? I got 78 million people that voted for me. Damn near. This is what we're going to be on.
3: <laughs> Go for it, Ra.
0: It depends. It all depends on Georgia if Warnock and Ossoff win the Senate seats in Georgia, run the table, don't worry about nothing but your agenda. If they do not win the Senate seats in Georgia and Republicans retain the Senate, then that means he has to work for Republicans because laws have got to be passed through the Senate and the House in order to become policy. Mm-hmm. If that, If he can't get it through the Senate because the Republicans still control it, then you gotta play nice with them. But I don't think it should be based on whether or not Republicans are rushing to help him right now. This is still a lame duck session. Everyone knows the writing's on the wall. Trump can't, he can't remain the president. Mm-hmm. It can't happen. Now, if they wanna keep their mouths closed to John's point, because they know they have a base back home, that'll say, well, you turned on Trump, so we're not gonna support you. Okay, you wanna play, you wanna keep quiet, while the while while the um the actual um process plays out, go ahead, keep quiet, no skin off my back. But if you come out and then you say, I can't recognize. If you say what Jerron said, I'm not gonna recognize Biden as the daggone president elect. Right. And at that point, we see where you sit. But right now, they haven't come out on both sides. They haven't come out and called him president elect. They haven't come out and say we not gonna call him president elect. We're gonna let the process play out. Let the process play out. You keep your mouth shut. We'll wait for Georgia to hit. And then when the chips fall, then I think, right now Biden, you can't look at what's going on right now to determine whether or not Biden's gonna do something different or be on business as usual. Because he has no power to do anything. There's nothing he can do right now.
2: He He actually, he's raising money still for his transition team. Like that is absolutely asinine.
0: Who you talking, Trump?
2: No, Biden.
0: He's raising money
2: for his transition team. Like he, they, Because, I forget what the position is, they haven't recognized so him as president-elect. They haven't released funds.
0: The GSL, yeah.
2: Yeah, to pay his team to do the transition. So right now, they kind of work pro bono. That's why he's still fundraising so he can pay the pay his staff. It's
0: ridiculous. You. Thank, thank you, because I, I wasn't putting one-on-one together. So yeah, so he's raising funds to pay his transition team because the GSL won't release the funds. At the direction of Trump,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, and that makes sense. But are you going to be petty like Trump is petty? Mm-hmm. I mean, just do what you got to do, raise your funds. I'll take care of you on the back end. We're going to be in the White House. Trump's mm-hmm. gonna get what Trump's gonna get.
2: He should get the okay. he should get the Chanel bracelets too when he finish. I think Biden, so. Biden, Biden absolutely, absolutely going to have business
3: as usual. This is exactly what he's going to say. Um, I can't, you know, defund the police because that's what cost us our congressional seats.
0: He never said he was defunding the police though. Don't put any, don't put something on his platform Mm -hmm. and try to hold him accountable to something he never said he was going to do. Like that's completely unfair. If he never said I'm going to defund the police, so don't hold him accountable Mm -hmm. to
3: that. But if the people want him to do that, shouldn't that be something that's part of his platform?
0: Here, no. yeah, they didn't Here's vote the thing, for him for that, as for politician, doing. you put out a platform. You say, these are the things I'm committed to. Mm-hmm. You vote for me based on my platform. So
3: wait a minute, wait a minute.
0: I, I'm not done. You leave right. space, you leave room mm-hmm. to change minds, to change your own mind, to go in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Maybe in year one, year two, maybe I should defund the police. You leave him space to come to that conclusion. Mm-hmm. But you don't hold him accountable to something he never said he was gonna do. That's like if, if, if your child, if your kid said, Dad, I'm gonna I'm a wash, I'm gonna clean the bathroom, I'm gonna clean the kitchen, and I'm gonna make my bed. Mm-hmm. You can't walk in the house and be like, Why didn't you clean the living room? Mm-hmm. That doesn't make no sense.
3: It makes perfect sense if you say it from the gate I want you to clean the living room, your bed, and the bathroom. People said defund the police, and then they elected him, regardless of what his platform said. That's something that he should really be working on, but he's not. Wait, I agree so- with you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's not going to do that. You're 100% right because he's going to work with the white working class. I got to reach across the aisle. I got to work with the Republicans. You know, we got to do. We got to legislate. It's different to from governing. Government is different from the uh, election campaigning stuff. And, you know, Black people, chill out. I'm going to help y'all out in 2022. Actually, in 2022, I really need you all support because we're going to need to get all them seats back. And then I'll be able to hook y'all up. And we're going to do this over and over, business as usual, 2022,
0: 2024, so on
2: and so forth. I think you're wrong. Do you think uh, <laughs> these going to get pardoned? Who, Trump? yeah trump isn't
3: gonna get no damn charges new york is coming they're okay
0: they're charging him
3: yeah new york so is can coming. we can we double up on this on a little bet here you already paid up so I know I don't, what I'm I saying. listen i don't, don't know,
0: listen. know where i don't know who you paid john but i don't have no, no. money for you in cash. don't yet.
3: do that, do that. we're gonna do thinking. this
2: again didn't we do this didn't we do this okay Hold hey on. listen we can we can make another bet I I think he's definitely going to get charged.
0: I do too.
3: So y'all think that Trump is going to get charged, not necessarily get found of anything, get found guilty uh, do any time or nothing like that, but you're just saying simply be charged by New York. Absolutely.
2: No, 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 I'm not saying just New York. He's going to get charged in some jurisdiction, whether it be federally, uh, statewide or whatever. He's going to face some
1: some criminal charges.
0: Neil, you you muted.
1: Yeah, do you? I take that bet though. How much you wanna bet? Oh, my bad. I said, I said, we talking about charging? I agree with the charges, but I can't see him doing no jail time. Charges? I'm with you on the charges, but I think kind of like John is probably thinking, or maybe I won't speak for y'all. Maybe something. He knew this day was coming. He's dumb, but he ain't that dumb. He wait, way to try to avoid this whole jail scenario. They gonna hit him with some charges though.
2: Yeah, he going to get hit with the charges. he probably going to either, listen, He going to probably get something on some federal tax evasion stuff. You know, they, they don't mess around. Like, I don't know anybody who evaded taxes, and they don't do some type of time. I don't care who you are. He's going to get hit up in New York. New York is coming from him. The stuff that Mueller found that we probably don't know about that they may be familiar with, that stuff is there, man. Like, him, his family, that empire, it is...
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. there's one thing thing specific that keeps coming back up and up and up the dude paid his daughter nearly three quarters of a million million dollars and then wrote it off paid his daughter it was a a consulting fee and then wrote it off Mm -hmm. they're gonna get him on that then on top of that the supreme court in any day is about to make a ruling on whether or not (laughs) the Supreme Court (laughs) is about the rule or whether or not his taxes should be given in New York State for their investigation. Once some taxes come out, there's going to be other stuff that's going to fall down. Mm -hmm. Dude dude is going to be charged with something. Once he's charged, I think it's going to be easily proven and I do think he's going to do some time.
2: I want to
3: you know,
0: make a
2: about doing time. I don't, gonna, I don't know if he's going to do some time as a former president of the U.S. Yeah,
0: that's what what I'm saying. Saying. But The only way he won't do time is if he is a, a small fish that's going to lead to a bigger fish. If they charge him, find him guilty of something, then they're not going to be like, you won't go to jail. Unless they say, do you have someone you can give us? Can you give us somebody else? If you can't give us nobody else, then what are we making a deal for? Treat you like the regular citizen you are now. Don't Pass go, or don't collect two hundred dollars. Take you behind a jail, and it is what it is. Ten
3: dollar bet that Trump don't see no jail time whatsoever. Period.
0: No, 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 no. Ten dollar bet that he gets charged. Twenty dollars that he gets jail time.
3: I, I feel like he will probably see some kind of charges because it's just too many. You just you just said he wasn't going to get charged. I have, and we didn't agree to anything. So in the meantime, oh, so you Alternated. Money. What I was thinking, so probably he will get some charges, but he ain't gonna see no jail time. I mean, he's gonna probably get fined or not be able to that. be yeah. in politics. I but he will do. Wow. So now, okay. with that,
0: I'm down. There you
3: go. I think he's gonna see the country and go where. Like, so South they Africa? charge
0: him, they're gonna take his passports. Like, if, if, if he leaves the country, it has to be right at January 21st.
3: And we need a time for this, so it can't be just you know. I do a year, ten years in the future,
0: a year. I would do a year on the charge,
2: yeah, a year on the charges. So we talking about agree November twenty twenty one, yeah, January twenty twenty two, a year yeah. from a year from office. Yes. Within that year, I think he's going to get charged. I,
1: I think jail time. Field
0: indictment right now, waiting for him.
1: No jail time though. No you jail. can't. I don't think he would be in jail in a year.
0: No.
3: Okay. Well
0: Do you want it, John? You want that bet?
3: I don't I mean, I just said we're going to do something, but not with the the charges, because clearly he's going to get some charges. I agree with that. But no, he ain't going to jail. But I mean, we can't have a bet that just drags on for two years or something like that. It's not two years, it's one year. Okay, one, so will he get charges in a year? Mm, that's that's kind of
0: $10. I will say I will say charges and jail time in a year.
3: Not gonna happen. So good. Ra?
2: Yeah, I'll take that bet against Raw too. I'll take that bet against
3: Raw too. Uh, yeah, that ain't going to happen.
0: 10 bucks a piece?
3: I'm with yeah. that. Okay.
2: Yeah, I'll take that.
3: <laughs> I'll take that. There you go. <laughs> okay. It's an easy that's an easy 10 bucks. It's an easy 10 bucks. But yeah, he ain't going to get. I'm
2: like wondering
3: if he will even get charged in a year.
2: He's going to get charged within a year. Jail time in a year. That's, that's quick. That's quick. He's going to get charged that. within a month and a half. I agree with that too. Wow. Okay, we gonna see. Our uh, Kelly, Kelly got charged what, eight years ago almost. He still ain't. He still ain't uh, got found guilty yet.
0: But he in jail.
2: True. He's in holding right now. He's not really like serving the time for his sentence.
0: He he in holding in a serious spot. Didn't he get beat up the other week? This uh, is second.
2: This is second. This is second arrest. The first time. you have a trial. It was delayed for I don't know how many years. He finally had the trial. He was acquitted. But okay. like he found not guilty. Okay. I'm like staying he in, a uh, year
3: from Cook County jail or
2: something. He in Cook County. This 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 after the after of survivor Kelly, there was no way that dude wasn't gonna stay in jail this time. It was impossible.
0: Yeah.
3: Trump ain't going to jail. None. A- period. period. But Uh, somebody who was talking about jail, who's been in jail plenty of times, Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane and Jeezy, we got to talk about this. You know, uh, internet, what was that, last night, Thursday night? What happened? Thursday. Yeah, Thursday night, they had the verses, Gucci versus Jeezy. And I mean, it was... uh,
2: Gotta get a history so people know, like, why it's a big deal. I mean, it was something like... What's up?
0: I said, let me know. I don't listen to Gucci or Jeezy.
3: What? Okay, so... it's enough Something like 1.5, 1.6 million people tuned in to listen to it.
2: 1.8 on Instagram alone. It's crazy. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and it's very interesting because, you know, they got long-standing animosity for each other, and it was very palpable on the Instagram. You know what I'm saying? And what? it's
0: like were they in the same space? Uh-huh. Yeah, they were
3: at, they were at Magic, Magic City. City. At Magic, I at, mean, Magic that's space. just Shakespearean
2: people. That was just me. Oh, right.
0: That it was. Hey
2: John, were, you got to you, you got to paint the picture, man. Come on now.
0: Were people there at Magic City?
2: People were there. Yes. Well, so, we got to tell
3: the whole Any story.
0: any employees? You can
2: not see, see them on, on camera, camera. It was off camera.
0: Yeah.
3: They was off camera. So, okay, so basically, internet for those that don't know, um Jeezy and Gucci came out around the same time. I feel like this was back in the late '90s, early 2000s. I don't About know. 2004, 2005. Yeah, 15 like that.
1: years ago. Yeah. 2004,
3: 2005. So they both came out around the same time or whatever, and uh, they had animosity because they were supposed to be yeah. on the same song, and the song was supposed. Well, see, you you tell the damn story. See, why do we do this?
1: Everybody, I, I guess Celtic has a different part, and I have a different. Yeah, place. go for it, Keltrick. Keltuk might be able to correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I heard on the. Simple end, you know. They had their little animosity back in the days, and uh, what was it for though? Street stuff. I don't. I don't. Do too. I wasn't too deep in it. it was just beef. And then G oh. put out. Oh, go ahead, Coach. You probably know <laughs> Why did we just we do go this. around the
0: screen? Someone tell me what happened.
3: Tell
1: him what He's happened. Beautiful. I He's was going to tell the story, but Keltrick's like, no, nah, no. You the host. You the host.
0: Cage, but this Cage.
1: is the story. This is the story. Thank this you. is the story.
2: They did a track called "So Icy." Jeezy thought it was gonna be on his album. Gucci man put the album out and it had So I See On It. They, they have probably performed that song three times together and one of them being on the Instagram. So that, that, was a, that was a catalyst of the disagreement. They both came out at the same time. They were cool before that. And so obviously the money thing kind of came into play. Gucci was at a woman's house. They kind of got it in and some dudes came into the crib and tried to, to they beat him up and they tried to jack him. That's Jeezy's people's. Allegedly. Mm -hmm. Gucci put out a strap. He stopped busting at him. He hit and killed one of the guys who happened to be uh, one of Jeezy's artists, an affiliate of of of, of something he was a part of called CTE, Corporate Thug Entertainment. The dude died. So they had diss tracks that came out back and forth, and then Gucci Man put out this song called The Truth. One one of the diss tracks is called The Truth. You should listen to it. It It is on par with Hit Em Up. The very dude's good. name, the dude's name was like uh, Pookie, Pookie Loke. Loke. Pookie Loke. Yeah. The dude talking about smoking up Pookie <laughs> Loke. Woody Tang. Pookie Loke. Don't do that. Same thing. Pookie Loke. That's not the so, same. But the dude, the dude in the song is talking about, you know, we gonna smoke on Pookie Loke. We'll go dig your boy up out the grave. I mean, it is, it is probably hit him up. It is completely. It's
3: disrespectful. very disrespectful.
2: Gucci Man also went at um, Ti in the track. So you know Gucci, you know he a goon, and, and so they've had long-standing animosity. Um, you know, Jeezy got into it with Rick Ross, and so that's one of Gucci's people. So it's just a it's a long-standing feud. Jesus,
3: the legend is that he didn't send the dudes. though. he said that was just that was somebody else's decision. He didn't send the people. I'm not that's saying he, did, say he didn't. he did I'm
2: not right. saying he did or he didn't. I'm just telling. Right. The, I'm giving Rob the backstory for the for the friction. Rob's confused. What's going on, Rob? Yeah,
0: no, I got a question. Gucci pulls out a gun, shoots somebody. That yes. person dies. Yes. Gucci doesn't.
2: He gets arrested. He turned. He turned himself in. Right. Um, he faces manslaughter charges, but because it was self defense, he was acquitted.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and they didn't hit him with no gun charges, so that was a legal firearm he was carrying.
2: Yes. in his house. I don't think I don't know if he was in his house or the lady's house, but there was he he walked from that. He beat that charge.
0: Okay, I like he, that.
2: He has done jail time two other times. I forget what the charges were for, but you know they 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 they've had animosity and beef for a minute, right? And reading through the story, Jeezy seems to be he has a lot of uh, fallouts with people. He fell out with Gucci Man. He fell out with DJ Drama, who was a dude who was breaking a lot of his tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, he fell out with a couple other uh, folks too. Whole bunch of people. Yeah, and so, you know, Gucci's like you know I don't mess a Buddy, and so. Fast forward to the verses, Jeezy reached out and was like, Hey, you want to do this? Gucci was like, No, nah, I'm good. And so it was originally supposed to be Jeezy versus TI. All of a sudden, it swapped to Gucci Man versus GZ And it's big, it was big, it's big in ATL for people that live, you know, live in Atlanta from Atlanta. Major. It's, it is significant. It's kind of like Biggie and Pac getting together and doing the verses and dapping it up at the end. That's kind of the, not the same caliber artist, but similar yeah. animosity. And so, um, back to you, John. Now you got the verses.
3: Okay, so basically at the verses, um, Jeezy got hit after hit after hit. You know what I'm saying? So, um, Gucci is more of a mixtape type rapper. He does have plenty of hits, but he don't have the same kind of catalog as Jeezy does. But he wasn't there for any kind of battle or whatever the case is. He just wanted to basically disrespect Jeezy to his face. So he did the song KG was just talking about. And he cut the music. And he was like,
2: okay. Yeah,
3: what? Timeout? Wait a minute.
2: He did the song. Time out. You, you gotta you gotta get it set up though. So Magic City, right? So Magic City, they got two um thrones. thrones. Two thrones, thrones. One on this side of the stage, and one on the other side of the stage. And so, uh, you know, they was, they was hella late kind of showing up like an hour and a half late.
3: It was worth it though, because you know, on the verses everybody is in the comments and just like, yo, let's go. And people was just sitting there, just waiting.
2: Like that people, people were scared. Thing. Like the, the the FOI did security to put yeah. it in perspective. Yes. Okay. Um, for Gucci. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. for, for the whole thing. They did the FOI did security for the whole thing.
0: That, that they real. Okay, okay. Yeah. here's my thing. Here's my thing so gucci did the song the,
2: the very first song he did was called round one round one is a distract that he has had he's has in his catalog this or that joint too so it was appropriate because he went first round one hit him with the distract immediately now granted gucci did not sit down in the throne the whole time he stood up and was pacing back and forth like to john's point the energy was palpable in the room like the tension was was there and he did the truth in his face, and at the end, at the end, my man said, "If you send some more, you said I'm gonna put him in the I'm put him in the box too. We smoking yeah. on pokey load that night, and so that was the pivot of the moment of the whole verses because people Crazy. were looking at Gigi like, all right, you know, here we go.
0: He just he just did the song about killing your man's yeah, right. yeah. Through your face right yeah. yeah.
3: But, the and also one of the things that, no, one of the lyrics is like, Gucci I'll says, you made his son a bastard and you won't even raise your own child or something like that. And that's it was like, ooh. It's, yeah, a, Gucci, it's, a, it's,
2: a, Gucci. it's a stinging song. Like, it, it stings, for sure. Now, Gucci is very, a
3: human being. Don't get
1: me wrong. Gucci has what? done
2: plenty of foul things
3: throughout his life. You know, he's no what I'm
1: saying? But I looked at it from yeah. a different, I looked at it from a different perspective. Like, Gucci's song was very disrespectful
0: whole mode
1: the way he came was like really fuck you and everything you about i've been holding all this rage right for years but i'm still glad the way it ended because even at one time he made a, a money reference and i know somebody down in atlanta that told me so he was trying to like look at jeezy look at my outfit it's ten thousand dollars people thought it was a fashion outfit he was poking punch at jeezy because jeezy had put the ten thousand dollar hit in the beginning allegedly so that's he, true look yes. at my outfit I'm, it's ten thousand dollars from head to toe. That was yeah, 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 yeah. That, that was subliminal. Like, subliminal. Yo, your man that I'm smoking on, you put that ten grand hit out on me. So yeah, he was very he was focused on the business. Yeah, it,
3: was, it was very disrespectful, Ooh, but at yeah. the same time,
1: Jeezy didn't go for
3: we all. And you know, this is funny that we bringing this up because it's like everybody was waiting to see what was going to happen. And you know, there's been a whole bunch of rappers that's been killed lately. Whole bunch of rappers that get you know caught up in violent situations and, want, want, want. and it just goes to show like people's hypocrisy for back lack of a better word because they're like on one hand we don't want this violence and we don't want people killing each other and hurting each other and everything but on the other hand everybody was in the comments like what is Jeezy gonna do and you know because he said all these things and Jeezy to his credit was like you know, what could he do? You know what I'm saying? Is he gonna just punch this man in front of the world and then get a charge and get sued? That'd be stupid. So he just sat on his little throne looking like a mutant ninja turtle and just went on with the... Uh, with I the- he actually, at the end of
2: the song, he he addressed it. He made some comments on it, rock mm-hmm. And what he was saying was, you know, we, we the culture you know, we trying to make an example, and then Gucci was trying to interrupt him and was like, hey, you know, I told you I wasn't with this, it gotta be on some real, you know, trap shit. I wasn't gonna be here doing this if I couldn't do the truth. He's like, I feel all that. GZ like, I feel all that. He was like, but you know, he started referencing the people that have been, you know, murdered that John is, you know, kind of talking about like MO3, King Von, Mm-hmm. you know Gucci guys got, got got shot he didn't Thank die. You butcher all of them yeah he was talking about uh he referenced nipsey Hussle, like some you know some some iconic people who've been killed over the last couple of years and i you know to to gucci's credit he didn't respond to it right he didn't he didn't he didn't say man f all of that He kind of he, he received that information or that comment and so uh the the joint kind of went the battle continued and then at the end, they performed "So I See" together,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and Gucci said, "I appreciate you sitting in the Olive Branch." And then they they both announced new projects that came out at the end of the night, and they both went to to
1: compound do a party together. Do a party and crazy I think I think I think it was handled in a very mature, mature way based on what's going on all right now, and it's probably not my place to ever see him take ownership. But I look at it like, yo, Jeezy, pretty much, you put a hit on this man, Leslie, years ago. So this whole thing really initiated. So like, let's say somebody wants to look at Gucci's stance and be like, damn, you foul, damn, you aggressive, bro. I'm looking right across from somebody who put a hit on me and tried to kill me. So for him to handle it the way he handled it, and then for them to extend the olive branch at the end. That's ill, because, John, imagine you sitting across from somebody who tried to kill you 15 years ago. I mean, really what started, it, to take.
3: what started it was that the the record, So Icy Record, was supposed to be Jeezy's, and instead it turned out to be Gucci Mane, so he had a legitimate beef from the beginning. Now, you don't agree, he didn't want nobody to kill him, he just wanted his chain, for what I understand. Jeezy,
2: anyway. I feel like this The 10,000 was on the chains Like give me the dude's so We can melt it and do something to it Yeah, yeah, yeah He didn't Uh, want them to go over there and kill him But, you know,
3: things happen like that
0: If you send someone To my crib or a place where I'm at With guns What am I supposed to think?
3: No, listen, I'm not saying Gucci is wrong at all For that particular thing He's done plenty of other things that's wrong and foul But for this, he's not wrong whatsoever But at the same time I mean, I appreciate Jeezy's, uh, you know, response to it. And Jeezy's album is dope. And he actually touches on this whole thing where he's just like, I did this, I'm trying to heal. He ain't got no time machine. This is what happened 20 years ago or 15 years ago or whatever. But now he's trying to, you know, be a better person. And you know, all this other good stuff, all the stuff that we're trying to get people to do and recognize how they messed up and fixed their head and everything it's what he is rapping about on his record and i felt like then you see real. he tried to
1: stir the little hornet's nest because your man was <laughs> throwing low-key jabbed at him 50. yeah, on one yeah he, songs, talked, he,
3: he talked, talked about, about 50. 50 he talked about uh freddie gibbs he talked about just various people that he fell out with like you said you know what i'm saying it's a very good album i suggest y'all check that gz album out but uh yeah you know it was good it was real it was riveting television it was shakespearean because like y'all said gucci got a chance to confront this man that put a hit out on him or you know caused him to have this situation in front of the whole world or whatever and perform this song and you know it
2: was very dramatic so that was oh, interesting listen i would say for all intents and purposes the verses was whack um people was there i mean it wasn't it wasn't like i think one of the best ones was snoop dogg and dmx I mean, they, they both rapped the whole time they, they was vibing off each other this was more People were tuning in to see what was going, what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Versus, I mean, Jeezy got hits, Gucci got some hits. If you're from the trap and you like you'd rock with Gucci like that, but it ain't, it wasn't like these guys, are, these superstars like you know, stupid DMX were. So, I mean, people were there tuning in for the drama. I mean, Jeezy had a whole lot of damn hits. I'm not saying Jeezy, is a bigger artist than Gucci. I mean, it's hands down. Right. But I think, I think to your point, to to Rasheem said it before. This is a different iteration of, of Jeezy. You know, he has evolved from, mm-hmm. you know, 28 Key or whatever it was, 17.5, to yeah. what he is right now, which is, you know, more black empowerment, black financial literacy. And I actually enjoy to see these artists grow up with us. You know what right. I mean? Like the, the youngsters ain't on that right now. They on the same thing that, you know, we listened to when we was their age. 20 but, years uh, ago. Yeah, yeah, I ain't mad at them. It's, it's
3: definitely a little generation gap. I'm glad that there's like some little dad rapper type dudes out there that's rapping, you know, Busta Rhymes album. I thought it was dope. That is fire.
0: It's, it's not just, just, it, you got Bust, you got Black Thought.
1: Black Thought album got, was dope. Uh,
0: um, the oh, Locks, DMX, the Locks album was off the chain. Sheik had an album he dropped.
1: Um, Love that too. But you know what it is? I think it's all in the genre and the style of music that you are. Cause honestly, for real, I mean, I've kept, I've, I think he's a dope lyricist, but I've never been a Black Thought fan. So that last album, I've never been a Black Thought fan. I've never been a Common fan. Black- did, he, did he
2: address, oh, girl, Rhapsody or whatever, when she was talking about he was in the raping little girls or whatever?
3: Yo, man, I got some background about that whole situation. And, I mean, this ain't on the little playlist, so I don't know if we can even get into that. We might have to save that for next week.
1: Straight, but, no chaser, brother, go, go, go ahead.
3: Go. I mean, I've been... Um, involved with a roots fan site called okay player for many years mm. and all the little neo soul artists used to be on the you know common and d'angelo and rap not rhapsody you're talking about jaguar right jaguar right yeah jaguar right and all that. you know what i'm saying and so uh for those people that might not be aware and i don't even really know if i want to dig this up but jaguar right basically has been making a lot of uh waves waves, you know, not threats, but just basically accusations uh, towards a whole rack of hip hop type people, common sense, Black Thought, Erykah Badu, Jill Lateef, Scott. Uh, she drug Jill Scott's ass
1: bad. But- Erica uh, uh, Erykah Badu. Everybody,
3: she just drug, you know, left and right. And the people that she was talking about, like they know of people. So like through the grapevine, you can like pull stuff together And I'm not saying we're in a place where we roll with what the victim says, and I'm always going to try to honor that. This was a whole lot of sexual misconduct and blah, 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 going on behind the scenes, an okay player and the roots and everything else. But I think that that stuff is uh, going to be coming out that there's going to be some legal stuff. Let's put it like that. Lawsuits and whatnot like that, because she's out here making accusations about child abuse and, this, that, and the third against people like Black Thought and uh, what's the name? Talib Quali and you know, various different stuff like that. She gonna get sued. So anyway, on to uh
2: whatever else we're talking about, which is I think I think I- on, under the under the guise of healing, right? Because if you look at Gucci, Jeezy, and healing. Another big thing kind of happened this week was the, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's now it's, it's on HBO. And if I'm being honest and transparent, straight I shed a tear watching this joint. Swear to God. Because, um, you know, Neil, Neil and I, Neil has talked about, you know, he grew up watching the Cosby show, and that was his, his, his image of what a dad should be, right? And all four of us have, have had moments in our lives where our father's about, like, I don't know my, who my biological father is. But we've had people that are kind of in and out who were supposed to be our dads and have been there like we, we all got that kind of story the four of us do uncle phil was a real dude right so he took in you know will's will and treated him like he was his own and live with him and you know just just do it off his off his plate for a minute right and so within within the, the episode they had a, a significant portion of it i would say they dedicated to to his character and who he was and you can really see how hurt that group of people um, were with his passing mm-hmm. and so I, I think about just you know the people who we come in contact with in our lives for you three of you guys and just how something happened to y'all I mean it'll be, it'll be tough um, and so you can see that you know them coming together and kind of you know being around each other having that time together to, to reminisce and, and, and show some love for him and then for Will to kind of have that moment with with Janet um, Hubert what's her last name? Janet Hubert? You know, that was very powerful too. first unveil. You know what I mean? So I think just As men as black men. It's okay to to be like, I'm sorry, I messed up to to call yourself out to be accountable for your own shit. So I just, you know, big ups to them and, and that whole group of, of, of brothers and sisters who uh, Had a great show for six years.
3: I mean, I haven't watched it yet, but I've seen a couple of the little clips and yeah, man. Whenever you can kind of confront a a mistake that you made in the past and atone for it, for lack of a better word, that's always a beautiful thing. That is called closure. People need that.
0: Yeah, and it's about that. Um, like when you think about it, sometimes we don't do it because we have a, a fear that folks won't accept us or accept our apology. You know what I'm saying? Um they may we may think that they want the apology to come different than how we we actually give it but we can't we not we not a mind reader so and we don't know so sometimes it's it could be as simple as a i did X, y, and Z, am sorry i didn't mean to it wasn't my intention or that was my intention and i'm 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 grown now i'm different I, i'm not that i'm not that dude i recognize that that was that was way left and I sh- But we shouldn't stop ourselves from closing that loop because of what we feel or what we think the other person may feel about the process by which it happens, Mm -hmm. you know. And once again, I think that's something that that us in our 40s have a greater appreciation for than if we were in our 20s, early 30s. Definitely. Which which then leads towards the seventies piece, you know, being <laughs> yeah. born in the seventies. But that's no, just-
1: but I think sometimes too, like I don't think we all touched on it. I think it comes with just age and your maturity and your, ex- your experiences. That ego to say I'm sorry, that could be crucial. I mean for us now, that ain't nothing, but to really say I'm sorry, sometimes you sometimes you feel feel like you've told the line and you went you went you know, a little bit too far. And even your inner conscience would be like, damn, oh shit, I went too far. But how do I say that sorry? How do I turn the pot, what I've just created, this tension into, you know, I apologize for that. So some people just deflect and leave it as it is and it becomes stagnated. But if you could really just apologize and say, my bad, yo. Being vulnerable, that's another thing too. Not too many of us are willing to be vulnerable and open up themselves and, 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 and apologize for shit, so. My bag
2: and I'm sorry, are the same thing, though.
1: I don't mean it in that same context. I mean, in a sense, if we were in 20s and I did something to violate you, I could look at you real quick and be like, "Case, okay, my bad," and we squash. It's over. But mm-hmm. as sometimes, but as you get older, sometimes that quick "my bad" is not, not enough. It's mm-hmm. like I need you to understand what we apologize for. Prime example: my daughters put me onto that. Like sometimes, just watching their progress through life, if they say, "Dad, you hurt my feelings." When they were younger, I say, I'm sorry, babe. I'm sorry, Pootie. I love you. This detonation. nation, of course, they didn't know any better. Now they've gotten to be, they've gotten to that point where if I or anybody does something that they don't like or they don't agree with or they're not receptive to, they really want me to apologize for my actions. What did I do? I can't, I can't no longer just look at them and say, I'm sorry, babe. They were like, No, Dad, what are you sorry for? <laughs> Well, wow. And I think could could not had this conversation earlier, but that's not a bad thing, because sometimes I think I'm sorry could be perceived as a brush-off. Like, you're not really sorry, you're just saying that so that you could coax me, where you know, make me feel better. But where they broke it down, they're like, Dad, what exactly are you sorry for? Like, why do you think, you know what I mean? And I'm like, damn, that's some real shit. So,
0: and um, that might be person to person, because for me that sounds, it's almost a little bit opposite. When I was younger that's when I would want you to go in like I need you to explain to me what's going on tell me why you said why why are you sorry like tell me how you thought about this and and um in your perspective like when I was younger I would have needed more of that As I grew older I'm like okay you good
2: but you but you're you're saying the same thing that he is his daughters are asking for that you asked for that when you were their age too
0: you no, know, what he's saying is at, at their age, yeah, they're they they would have been more comfortable if I understood this right, they'd have been more comfortable with the my bad, I'm sorry.
2: No, they they're, they're comfortable around. they're comfortable now with the explanation. Like you need the explanation when you were younger.
0: Yeah, I need an explanation when I was younger. Yeah. But as I grew older, I don't need yeah. no explanation. You gotta tell and, me why.
2: And that's what he is now. Like, he's saying where he is now is, and where, what most of us are is like, all right, it's all good. Like, I ain't gotta waste time to go into all of that. Like, I feel you, like, life is crucial. In our 20s, life was pretty simple. So you needed more details, It'd be like, all right, like, what's up with you? Are you even acting like that? You know what I'm saying? Question I have for you guys, do you have anybody that you haven't, you don't have resolution with? because you feel like you know what, I, I, at some point I need to reconcile some relationships or a relationship that stands out?
0: Relationship that we, that I want to reconcile, that I care enough to reconcile, or just yeah. people that
1: I... Whatever you think, I'm just asking the question. See, that's what I was saying, it, it, it's based on it, and Ross said a phrase a minute ago, it's, it varies to the individual. If I have um, situations that I have either had to dead or no longer want to be a part of, I just look at it like, yo. I wish you the best. Move on. I don't have no more affiliations with you. It's not not negative words. I just wish you the best over there. We cool, and that's it. Like I've I've learned how to let go. I don't hold. So to answer your question, no, I don't have any baggage of anything, that I feel like, oh man, I wish I said this. I wish I said that. No.
2: I believe. No, you know. that's not that's not the question. The question is not, would you do you wish you said anything? It's are there relationships that have not been resolved a closure that you feel like it's worth it to have like some closure. Like if you, again, using the Will Smith and the Janet conversation, the Gucci uh, GZ uh, dynamic, do you have, and not, not to that degree, but do you have relationships out there that would benefit
1: from a conversation? And since we being straight, no of the last one I had, you helped me with, sir. When we were at the, exactly. Bet. So that so that was my last one. And I sal- right. I salute you for encouraging me to get that too. I mean, you know, resolve sure. could. yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Bet, no doubt. I do.
2: I got one, I think. I'm gonna say one. What about you, John?
3: I mean, um, I am a very particular kind of person. I don't really apologize. I'm not a, I'm I am not i do not apologize for stuff. I did it. Um I will say I'm sorry like once. I'm not going to keep on repeating it. I do uh, try to be more cognizant of my children's feelings, you know, and make sure that they understand where I'm coming from or whatever the case is. But to me, apologies are worthless. I don't do it. I don't need it from you. It is what it is. That's me. You don't have to agree with it, but whatever. And as far as uh, relationships that I have any desire to uh, get closure with, I don't think that's gonna happen either. <laughs> but um I have a tendency to burn the bridges, so salt in the ground on my way out. It's a wrap. So uh there's plenty of things that I wish that I would have said or that I would have done better or that I would have, you know, done differently or whatever, whatever.
1: But but well, let me ask you a question just to pick with your brain, because I heard you say, I don't want to misquote you. You said you say you said that you say I'm sorry once. Do you say I'm sorry in the heat of the moment or you give them a chance to, you know, calm down before you say? Cuz sometimes you apologize in the heat of the moment. It really don't warrant anything. So I'm saying like, I mean, if I'm not sorry,
3: I'm not going to apologize for number 1. But like if I do something and I'm foul, you know, you know, it is what it is. I did it. I'm foul, I'm sorry, and that's that. And to me, I've done what I can do. I'm not going to just stay in some kind of little purgatory where you just mad at me and I got to keep apologizing and you know, it is what it is. So
2: so if you fell out, like if we had something like amongst the like the three of us, right? If you did something, you don't think you would be, you would be comfortable or able to be like, you know what, man, I know these brothers for 21 years, you know, my bad, oh, I'm sorry. I mean,
3: uh, if I had done something that had somehow messed up, I mean, I, was, I'm, I don't know the right way to say this, but like, yeah, saying my fault. If I missed a conference call, you know what I'm saying? Oops, my fault. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's different than an uh, in-depth, you know, let me unpack why I was wrong type thing. And again, I will do that once. But what I've run into is people have a tendency to kind of relive that and they are stuck on a little mental track and they, you did this one time, so you might do it again. And we got to kind of rehash it over and over and over, make sure that we good type stuff. I'm not with that. So it's like, I feel like I have said it once, I'm not gonna keep saying it. And yeah, you know, maybe that's just me. And as far as, like I said, my relationships, plenty of them that I would love to change, but um, I, yeah, that ain't gonna happen. I gotta pretend like people are dead when they out of my life. Because for that wow. exact reason, so that I won't feel the need to get closure. Closure is a myth, by the way, doesn't exist. Um, when it's a wrap, it's a wrap. I think that we have to kind of accept that sometimes, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? You're going so
0: to closure have closure is a myth. I have I have said in the past that closure is overrated. I have. Um, what what I've. What I've come to understand though is that sometimes we, like me, my fault, I need to move on even when I don't get closure. Yeah. Like I, I am not waiting for someone to provide closure for me, for me to feel better about going where I need to go. And I, and the way my brain um, uh, uh, um, calibrates that is if I could do that, if I had to do that, if I have to do that, since I have been doing that, so can everyone else. Like I I don't, I don't see myself as any better. You still believe that? Yeah, 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 I do. I, I still believe that now, but I also believe other things. I also believe that there are certain people that I'm in relationship with that may not even though i i believe that they can do that and um if they have to do that they will do that there's some people i'm in relationship with that may need need to be like listen let's talk about that time that i did x y and z some of those conversations i've had some of them i have not mm-hmm. it just is what it is
3: i'm open to uh- every kind of convo But I feel like if something is not going to happen, it's just not going to happen. And that's it.
1: I think sometimes it's a learning moment, too, based on the individuals. Because I know I've been in situations where y'all know me. I'm a fixer. So if there's a problem, I want it addressed at that time. Whereas I might have somebody who's not a person that they can't can't fix it in this moment. They need time, whether it's a couple hours, a couple of days, a day or so before we talk about it. Whereas I'm not built like that. I need to get it fixed now. So, a problem at eight fifteen. Damn it! We need to talk about it by eight twenty. Don't wait till ten or the next day. Because for me, that's 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 stressing me out. Like my days are gonna move different right now. Like, I'm, yeah. I gotta
2: I gotta I gotta call your bluff on that. I, you might be a fixture too, but you also, I would say, some stuff you really don't want to talk about in the moment sometimes too. Mm-hmm. Facts, you know what Facts. I'm saying, and I'm not, I don't I think all of us are like that to some extent. Well, I'm I, actually, I, I'm not like that at all. I'll talk all the damn time about most things, but
1: I was saying, you go ahead. No, I'll say, but I, when I when I say fixer, we can even use hypothetical between us. If something popped off between the three of us, and y'all was all mad at me, but I didn't know why, and let's say Kelsey was like, nah, we talk about it later, I can't, me, I'll need us to sit and talk right now that whole later it's like because i'm be sitting there wondering what the fuck did i do mm-hmm. so when i say a fixer i need to discuss it right then and there because there is no i'll see you later or we'll talk about when we get back home because my whole night is done but i learned i can't put my truth or what i feel needs to happen on everybody else so sometimes it's got to bite that bullet and just wait thanks
3: I've had uh, conversations where it's like, you want to continue something and I have more questions and I want to know why it happened and blah, blah, blah. It will never be enough. There's no such thing. I I wouldn't even I disagree. I disagree
2: 100%. I would just say, if you feel like it won't be enough, that means either you're holding back. The perception is you're holding back in your your truth. Uh, So they still are seeking that closure from you. But when it's closure, I would say the ones that I've I've closed out. It's
1: be good on both sides and, and have an understanding. Or even I got a situation for you, John. We've been through we parents. So as much as I know you love your kids, if your daughter was upset the way you either spoke to her or toned that you did, and you and you think about it in retrospect and was like, I right, damn, I went a little bit far. Mm-hmm. Would you easily just go to her and say, oh, Daddy's sorry, and that's it, that one time, and and expect her to absorb it and get over it, or would you have to. No, maybe be visited twice maybe another time like dad is really sorry you would just tell her damn it i'm sorry that's it and keep it moving
3: i mean um raising a daughter is definitely one of the most challenging things that i have ever had to do and yeah like she is a very she's a special case she's literally my kid so with her i got to keep in mind you know what i'm saying she's growing and developing in a little mind state and, and her emotions and you know, it's, it's a lot going on. So sometimes like, um, yeah, if I've done something to like hurt her feelings, um, you, I she'll be like, yo, you hurt my feelings. And I'm like, okay. But at the same time, just because somebody hurt your feelings don't necessarily mean you getting an apology. And you just got to just work through your feelings being hurt sometimes. Now, in my case, when I'm dead wrong, I'm wrong. And I'll be like, I'm sorry. I understand why that was. Let's talk about it but you know you can't just be like hey you hurt my feelings and expect people all the time to be cognizant or care that they hurt your feelings or whatever whatever i will because i'm her father but out in the world that's not going to necessarily move any units so you know what i'm saying i try to explain to her where i'm coming from whatever it is that i did and i also make efforts to uh learn because it's always something new to piss off and make you know, make her sad and upset about whatever. So you can get ready for that, sir KG. Because mm-hmm. when they hit about thirteen, woo,
2: low. Sure. Uh-huh. Anyway, I'll be all right. Right, I'm older, so again, I, I'll say the benefit of having kids while you're older is your patience. Like my patience is, is a little bit, it's, it's heightened or longer mm-hmm. uh, with her as a you know forty plus year old man with a three year old. So
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. it is. Indeed.
3: Well, you know, so there you go. Um, or uh, We have covered a bunch of different things here, but I understand that it's like, you know, relationships. Relationships. COVID. We didn't talk about it. But oh, we didn't talk about it. I mean, we just talked about it a little bit with daughters and.
2: No, nah, I'm talking about the joint with the. Oh, what about um... when a woman gains weight when you're with her or something like that? <laughs> yeah. It, let's get it. Yeah, what's, what's what was it? What was the question that was supposed
0: to be it was posed? So it, it's not even that so really it's just to kind of get your not just about weight gain, but to get your um your thoughts on changes, I guess in general, but we can narrow it down to weight gain because we get into relationships with women.
3: This is um, dangerous.
0: You say it's dangerous. dangerous? you get your little girlfriend, you get your little wife, you get your whatever, fiance. Boyfriend,
2: same thing, both sides.
0: Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, I say differently because with the woman, the weight gain is different. Like there's some physiological, biological things that make it a little bit easier for us as men to lose weight. So let's say a dude got a little boyfriend or a girl got a little boyfriend. He hop in the gym, changes eating habits for a split second. He might be good weight-wise. Mm-hmm. Women go through a little bit. They got to they, they gotta do a little more.
2: Mm-hmm. They do got to grind a little harder.
0: They got to mm-hmm. go harder. So let's say your shorty has to grind harder to lose weight that she may have picked up. Picked mm-hmm. up because depressed and started eating. Pregnant and gained weight. Or oh, just so didn't give it. a damn. It was eating whatever. Oh, it be. Yeah, all that. You in a relationship with her. Mm-hmm when she picks up that weight, do you cancel her?
1: Hell no. Nah.
0: Do you, like, are you like, hey, you, you got all this weight, I can't mess with you. Like, oh, I'm not attracted to you because you picked up 20 pounds. Like, how do you deal, how do you deal with a woman that you're in a relationship with who is mm-hmm. gaining weight? Do you lose attraction? Are you supportive? Like, Like, what's the deal?
3: Go ahead,
1: Neil. <laughs> <Like> I, said, <laughs> I knew it. I like how John gave me that alley. You, all right, all right, Shaq. Right, <laughs> yeah, I like that. No, nah, I mean, not nah, for real, for real. I mean, if that's your lady, wait, to be specific. we talking about your lady, or you talking about your wife, or either all.
0: Does Girl, it matter? Huh? Does it matter?
1: Uh, yeah, sometimes it matters. How? If so. mm. Sometimes. you it. you it. it. Your girlfriend, as opposed to your wife who you've built time and legacy with. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think there's a big, you can't put a girlfriend and a wife on the same board, though.
0: Facts. You can't. Yeah, I understand that. But let's say it's your girlfriend that comes to you. She's like, I picked up about 35 pounds. I feel like you're not, you're not vibing with me no more since I'm going I said 35
3: pounds. Where's the 35 pounds located?
0: That's <laughs> an excellent question.
1: That's
3: Where an excellent is- question.
0: Oh
1: fitting own things. Let's jump out no there because Rod said babies, let's say it was pregnancy weight. Right. It was pregnancy I mean, weight. She got a little
2: excess on the side. The belly Yeah 35 pounds ain't a pregnancy weight. You probably go I mean I guess for some people it
1: could be, but you could yeah. be more than that. I mean some people could be stress eaters. Uh um, right. For me, but since Rod asked the question we keep it all the way for me it's is based on no I'm not canceling you. And B it's based on how much energy you trying to put in you know what i mean like when we spoke about fitness earlier like i said with culture you got to be ready for it so I, right, babe you gained 35 pounds would you like some help first of, first of, first for me i want to know do you want my help because some people are funny with that like my my one to ten scale in the gym might not fit with whoever i'm dealing with so they like oh i see how neil's focused them coming to the gym with me might be a distraction because they feel they have to be where i'm at so I'm gonna ask you if you need my help i'm gonna ask you how can i be supportive if you want me to do it with you i don't you. You want me to give you some advice i got you if you want us to change our cooking habits and you know maybe maybe my eating habits are different from yours so you may have to be over here on your turkey bacon and salad and you see me over here crushing jamaican food i might have to come to a, a balance not eat that in front of you or i mean eat what you eat so for me, I wouldn't cancel them. I'll try to work with you if you want my support. How long would you work with them until you say, you know what, I'm good? I don't think I would ever say I'm good, because you you know how I am. So when I say this, you understand. If we put in a, a schedule together, a time together, I'm supporting you. You want me around, you don't want me around, but we we're trying, because everybody's goal is different. I think Ross said it's the best. We as men, we lose weight like this. So we might lose weight in eight weeks. It might take her eight months, but as long as we still continuing to push, especially like you said, what kind of weight was it? Was it baby weight? Was it postpartum weight? Was it depression weight? Is it COVID weight? So All- she gets up to be on a six hundred pound
2: life. You still, you still around? No, I'm
0: out. <laughs> 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 you gotta be extra?
2: I mean, I'm just, I'm asking. At what point? I mean, I'm, I want to keep it a hundred, right? So at what point are you like, you know what? It's a deal breaker. You wipe your own ass, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Y'all can yeah, be mad about that. I'm out. But that's but I that, that ain't that may have nothing to do with weight. That could be, you know, they got sick or You seen the women the <clears throat> some of the people on six hundred pound,
3: my six hundred pound life, they cannot get back there. If you can't do it yourself, I'm not gonna do it for you. That's all oh, I'm trying to say. Bruh. I would I would have tapped out way before that, but you know, it's, it is what it is. Well, so if you
1: see your mate trying, but they gained weight despite what they was trying for, John, you out? You chugging the deuce? I mean, I don't, I'm, you know, food is my love language.
3: So I'm not, I don't care. Gain 35 pounds, baby weight, ankle weight, ham hock under your elbow weight. I don't give a damn. Man, that's your business. Um, I Like we was just talking about earlier, they all hung up on health and eating rabbit food and being vegan and, and all that other madness. I'm not on that. So you're gonna gain weight. It is what it is. Um, as far as like getting
1: up to like 600 pounds or whatever, that's that's kind of crazy. But no, I think he was saying what's the what's the deal breaker, John? So you had a you had a lady and she started to gain weight and it started yep. off at 35, but they eat whatever they want, they're not in the gym like you, and you start right. to eat. damn now you are 18, now you are 24, now you are 36. Is there a deal breaker for you? I mean, um, I have not given this much
3: thought, I suppose. You got to look good to me. As long as you look good to me, and you size 24 or whatever, I don't even know what that would look like. That's a circus tent. (laughs) (laughs) No.
1: (laughs) You got so disrespectful.
3: I don't don't know if I can deal with that. I (laughs) got a a size 24. A size 24, not a circus
2: tent,
1: man. Not a circus
2: tent, My bad. Okay. You know, I can't envision what that is. I'm sure I can. You, might, you probably dated somebody that's a size twenty four. To be honest with you, you probably even 24? know. War, yeah. So don't don't think about the numbers and think like they mean something.
3: You know what I'm uh, saying? Sure. In women's sizes, what is a twenty four like? Is that what is that? you not um, know it's a size. mean, I, I know it's yeah. a size, but I'm like, is it the waist
2: or is I don't know? Is it? it's a pant size, and
0: we don't know either. Like, like
2: okay. a skirt size. Well, exactly. Maybe you might know. Okay. No, it's it's a it's a it's the size of like the skirt or the like a pants. I mean, it's, no.
0: it's not. I don't know. I don't know because if you, you got a dress that's a size 24, right? It's a dress. It's full body.
2: Okay.
3: So it's, about but it's not in reference to the waist or the bust or the back or something like that. I don't you know. Cage would know that.
0: better because he would know better. I, I I don't know. Okay. Me neither. That's cool. So, so, but no, something that Neil said though, um, pretty much about timeline, sticking with the woman, making sure she's doing X, Y, Z, but what about women? I mean, you got kids if the woman has for most for all right, y'all are different neil you real heavy in your children's life john you primary uh parent with your children that's different you know what i'm saying most relationships in parenting that comes that, the women have to deal with that one two three four five kids and more likely than not they're dealing with it all on their own even when they got a husband husband's i'm working and then i come home and i expect the woman to do the wife i see you neil do the wife thing the mother and wife thing but right. the, the woman is working too so mm-hmm. if you got a lady who's working nine to five mm-hmm. trying to handle that business come home still try to be a mother you know what I'm saying cook food clean the crib when does she got time to worry about whether she eating right and going to the gym
3: got to make time for what's important to you
0: wait wait how do you make time when you You carrying two kids?
3: Um, that's an excellent question, Rob. I had that exact same problem, and the gym opened up at five a.m. I was at the gym at five a.m. But that's because that was important to me. It doesn't have to if if it's not important.
1: And that no, I think that's the theme. Like from when we had our private discussion, I mean, not private in the beginning. If it's not important to you, I can't put, I can't make you do something that you don't see as important to you. You know what I mean? So. I can urge you, I can support you. I could be there, baby going to the gym today. But like you just said, you- mm, so That's she, a mistake. If she say, I don't feel like it. All right, cool, I got you. All right, when I come back, I'm gonna help you cook something. You know what I'm saying? Like make her feel supportive. Cause eventually, shit, who knows? Her mindset might be like, Jim, what I need to go to gym
0: for. But if she's a primary I'm parent- Looking right no more? If she the primary parent, mm-hmm. going to the school, meeting with the teachers, having her own work to do for her own job.
1: Mm-hmm. Are we talking about the single mother. She is all
0: mm-hmm. no, that's not even single. That's married mothers where a lot of time husbands check out and they let the mother do all the parenting. But mm-hmm. you're saying Facts. on top of that, you got you got time and space to go to work, go to the gym, go to happy hour, come home and expect your crib to be clean and have food waiting for you.
3: We jump in all so you talking about the man in the situation?
0: Let me jump in right quick. So
2: I'll say this. If you're in a relationship with somebody and only one person is taking their fitness or their health seriously, the relationship is going to end up being doomed in my personal opinion. Mm. If one person is focused on maintaining a healthy lifestyle and improving physically the other person is not intentionally focused on their health or they're deteriorating in that other person's eyes there's gonna it's gonna be a wedge right because if you look I know, we all know several relations I know on top of my head at least five where people have been together been married and then one person begins to get into the gym the other one has through the course of the years kind of fell off a little bit in their eyes and they ultimately end up getting a divorce and I'm seeing it from both sides. Right. I work with a guy, his wife started getting in shape. And he was like, I guess I better start getting in shape. But by the time he caught the hint, it was too late. She was like, I'm out and you can keep the kids. So, you know, it was, it was, it was kind of ugly. <laughs> on the flip side. Right. You know, we look at that, um, that documentary on Netflix, the dude start going to the gym a little bit off his wife and his two kids. So He's got to be with the little chick that he found on the little side. So I, I would say there is an end point when people are in a relationship with like, You know what, I I I can't rock with what I see because of whether it be the appearance, the appearance in conjunction with other things. Um, And it's tough, man. I, you know, people grow, people change, and you think to have the conversation. So fitness is, is crucial to you. And part of it, to, to your point, Neil, fitness couldn't even become important until after you get into a relationship so the person who you married and who you with right now and who you evolved to those two people may just grow apart
1: and i I would say that's okay Mm -hmm. john i did the research i was cultured today i did my little wikipedia so if you're a woman in your size 24 you have a 52 bust and a 46 waist damn 52 bust okay a 52 inch bus on a 46 inch,
3: okay? You might be right, KG, you
1: might
3: be right, <laughs> might
2: be right. <laughs> I know I'm right, actually. I had to envision that real quick. No, I know I'm right. I'm <laughs> uh, not, okay. Yeah. I know I'm right. But I, I, I would say, unfortunately, people are vain. And I think appearance is, is, a, is a portion of why people get together, you know what I mean? And, I think some people stay together off of, off of loyalty, right? So, you think even uh, waiting to exhale, right? When the dude, um, got with the chick whose husband was cheating on her with the so like, you know, I forget the name, but she burned the dude's clothes in the car.
1: Yeah. All
2: yeah. right. With Wesley Snipes character, they met. His wife had cancer. They, you know, they got mm-hmm. in the bed, yeah, went yeah, to sleep yeah. together, right? I don't. Well, waiting to exhale. Waiting to exhale. Yeah, I still don't remember. I say all that to say. You know i think he probably still loved his wife but she got cancer and he didn't do anything i guess but he's you're still a human and you're still trying to figure out like how to how to satisfy yourself to some extent so right
0: so, so are you saying Celtic that there is there is a limit to how much weight you can gain
2: or
3: that fat people cannot be attractive because that's kind of what i got that's
0: not you. the question i asked him i okay. asked him keltry you feel like there is a limit yeah i do how much weight people can gain
2: i think so i mean i i don't i don't know i don't have a number in my mind but i it's not even just the weight i think it's a lifestyle
0: right if your
2: lifestyle is unhealthy if my lifestyle was unhealthy i would want my wife to look at me and be like man it's said
1: to do it i said to do that i got with like but i'm glad you said that cuz that's going to be my thing how many people you know as men that are responsive to that like, you know what I'm saying? We all, we all are, but I'm saying, in general, like, hypothetically, John, since you said you love your shape, which is, I'm not mad at you, but I'm saying you your shape in the way you are, mm-hmm. if your wife looked over and she was like, babe, i missed the John from 20 years ago, what you think about hitting the gym? And she's, but she didn't say it that rudely, but she said it out of love, like.
0: John got the body, he got the body type of a thinker. He's fine with it, he's cool.
3: I'm not changing not one iota because somebody don't like what I'm doing right now. you a thinker. <laughs>
2: thinker <laughs> I do think like that it's true oh my god but listen I think that conversation has to happen in the beginning of the relationship and it has to be a continuous conversation it can't be a one-time thing because again I'm gonna go back to iterations that,
0: I think that's unrealistic to think that you gotta have that conversation at the beginning of a relationship to be like oh, we're starting off now let's talk about it what happens if you gain weight It it doesn't.
2: It doesn't have to be about gaining weight. It's about what are your deal breakers, your non-negotiable. The
0: deal breaker is my non-negotiable is if you go a pound and a half over twenty pounds where you are from now.
2: I mean, that's that's up to that individual, for him or her. I I don't know. That wouldn't be mine, but I think I think Mm -hmm. you have to be. You have to be intentional, like in your relationships. I would say as you get older, like when you were young it's easy to just be like i like who i like and you know we love each other and that was enough i've always said this as you get older love is not enough you have to have more than love to bring to the table in a relationship when you get in your 30s your 40s your 50s your 60s your 70s your 80s your 90s or your century marks
0: so so yes or no is getting fat a deal breaker
2: no talk about it
1: no no to an extent (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: what does that mean? Only reason, I mean, let me see. If I, 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 that's the wrench I wanted to throw. Now, we've all heard, and I'm not pulling it out of air. It's true. What about, there could be certified health issues, certain things that attribute you to gaining weight that you can't help. Is that, is that a deal breaker? This, this, this it's without a, your, this, this your control. It's a medical thing, you know. and I can't stop it. So, what, what is it called? What was it, a, a, it was a thyroid or some other things where
2: Yeah.
1: weight and they can't control it.
2: Well, if you get on prednisone, like if you get if you get a condition, you are you're issued or you're prescribed prednisone, you are going to gain weight on prednisone. Facts. Facts. And I, I would say you, as a man or a woman, you got to either accept it or get or get over. I mean,
0: there are women who gain weight simply by taking birth control. True. I don't want to get pregnant. We in a committed relationship. You ain't rubbering up. I'm gonna take birth control. Mm-hmm. And they're they gonna gain weight. Are we now gonna look at them and be like, you put on 30 pounds?
2: Some men would, I would wow. say. Oh
0: yeah. And I think they assholes. I would I agree with you 100%. Yeah, they assholes. I, I,
2: think, I, I, think, I, I think, listen, I- oh, Go ahead, Coach, my bad, go ahead. I'm just saying, I, I think, when you think about what a woman's body can do, what it goes through, I mean, if you don't marvel at that and just be appreciative of it, you know, something wrong with you in my opinion, so. I think that, again, I can be an extremist to some extent. So when Ryan asked the question, is there a limit? Well, yeah, if you go from you know, 150, 60, 120, or whatever, to like 500, I mean, I can't really rock with that. I'm going extreme.
0: That's right? extreme. Come
2: on. 300. 300.
0: Pull that back to something that's realistic.
2: 300. I mean, what's realistic? A realistic
0: thing. Well, you say one hundred and twenty? Would point. you
2: would you take three hundred, Rob?
0: That's not realistic. Let's talk about something realistic.
2: Would you let's take two hundred and fifty,
0: Rob? Let's let's come back. <laughs> to realistic. That's realistic. <laughs> you to be with the one hundred uh, and twenty, uh, and they they more than double their weight. It's That's possible. Not realistic.
2: Ro- Neil, it's Neil, true, Neil has, has dropped half. Neil has half the size he was when we first met. Him.
0: He hmm. has he has actively worked to lose weight.
2: But some people don't do anything to prevent gaining weight,
0: and so and you're saying that they're gonna they're gonna double their size and go from my- 25 to
1: 250. Yeah, that happens. It does happen. So my question to you, Rob, 250, because no, hold on, and you know what? And let me throw another <laughs> thing at <is> Rob. anybody <laughs> <laughs> it. The, to the, what's the joint we was talking about? Like, and it's not far fetched, but let's say somebody was I don't know. Let's start of, of somebody was one fifty. Then they got pregnant. What's the normal, you think, pregnancy weight? Anywhere between 30 to maybe 60 pounds, God knows. Right. Then it's after, not- the baby, after you have the baby. So now you 140, you gained 60, you're already 200, and you got either postpartum or regular. So what's postpartum? what do you define postpartum as?
2: Because I, I hear you using that term, and I don't know if it's. Ooh, we, we going deep. <laughs> well, you're saying it. It's not. It's not. My job is cutting me off. You be like you mean like baby weight?
1: Is, is that what you're saying? Yeah. OK. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's an easy almost 100 right there. So you went from 150 to 250 off your pregnancy, eating. Yes.
0: What <laughs> the? That's it's real tough. That's uh, not,
1: the it, math is
2: not right, actually. It happened right.
0: at all. At all. At all. I mean,
2: after, after the baby comes out, ideally, if you're breastfeeding, you will lose weight because you're burning a lot of calories. Oh, Lord. Are y'all some obstetricians now? OBGYNs?
0: I got all a two month, though. What
2: are you talking about?
0: All I, all I know, all I know is mm-hmm. that when a woman is pregnant, she's not eating for two grown people. Mm-hmm. She's not. She's eating for herself and a fetus. And that <laughs> it, she's not eating for two grown adults. Some people okay? do, though. But, but that's if, a choice. That's a choice. Okay, yeah, this, this makes
2: this, a choice. This urges though, and like you know, you have pregnancy
0: cravings that take place, and that's a choice. That's what mm-hmm. you choose. to do. Not a choice. You, I just, not I, a choice. I'm sorry, choice. y'all are talking in in a concept that I just don't understand. Y'all talk about a woman who literally is doubling her size. Because it, it happens. Pregnant. It At happens. School? I know oh, the course a, of a I
2: relationship.
0: Know, I know it it can happen, but is that the? It's not the standard.
3: Mm-mm. It's not. So
0: let's let's dial that back. Let's say you with a woman who's 150. Mm-hmm. Whether it's pregnancy or whatever,
2: this is gonna be she terrible. pushes
0: from 150 to 200. Mm-hmm. 190.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Have have anyone ever dated a woman who was 190 plus? Yeah. Yeah. And was that a deal breaker for you? No. More. But there's some know. dude to be like, you 190, I can't mess with you. You, you started off at 140.
2: Now I got an issue. Again, this, this topic is controversial. I'm happy. We're kind of taking it on as best we can, I guess. Um, Women in weight is a subject that they always, I I would say, most men would never try to tackle anything like this. If a woman asked us a question like this, and she was on this podcast, we probably wouldn't even be this candid with our conversation, I I would venture to say. However, I think it's important that again, if it's straight, no chase. At the podcast, we gotta we gotta keep it a buck. I think all of us, to some extent, look at a woman in her own iteration and can accept her for who she is. To John's point, and it's like, all right, this is what I this is what I view you as, and I think we may provide like a in our mind like a buffer. Like, all right, you know, she here. It could evolve to this. It could evolve to that. It could evolve to this. It could evolve to that. And that's within the window of acceptance. Mm -hmm. Beyond that, I think it's more like, man, you know, what's going on? Like, what's happened? I think I think you would be more intrigued to find out like what's what's up, because you would imagine something would be up because we go through the same thing, right? I don't look like I did when I was, you know, 20 years ago. Like I, I, I just here, probably so, but. The rest of my body, I I think I've gotten a little bit more size to me, a little bit. So my wife was like, all right, you know.
3: I mean, what you decide to do if she gains weight, and she gains weight because we eating and we going out, and that's what it is. Well, pre-COVID, but, you know, yeah, whatever, bring it on.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: With the comments, Rob, what are they saying in the comments? Are
3: they uh, I mean,
0: giving you know, us? I've, I've, I've gotten comments and text messages pretty much they want to start talking about women's uh, bodies and health issues without having a woman on here. Thanks. Like, I
3: have said that repeatedly internet.
0: We need not a sister me. on here at least for maybe one every.
3: Who should we do? Who should we bring on to the show? Let us know in the comments.
0: We're not doing no, that. No, it's not no, who should we no. bring on to the show. We will determine who we bring on to the show. I feel like we need to We don't to have, want them, you know, saying, bring my cousin on. Because
3: the has stuff to say. <laughs> okay. Right. On that yeah. note, so, folks, I mean, um, we got, that's about it. We've talked about COVID, the black Republican dude. That's it.
1: Yes, and sir. Where you can reach us at, John? Oof,
3: it's it's going to be everywhere. Straight no trace of the podcast. So like, share, subscribe. Um, Spotify, we are on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. So, yeah, uh, y'all got, like, any little final words or whatever? I mean, until the next time, and we probably not going to have one for the holidays. Are we going to do something next week? We'll figure that out. But if we don't talk to you, have a wonderful holiday season, whatever that may entail for you. And not uh, yeah. holiday season, man. Just happy Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't like to get too, you know, I'm very uh, unsecular. What's the other, you know? Well, you're not into the church stuff, so I try to avoid. Thanksgiving ain't church.
0: Thanksgiving ain't got nothing to do with Holiday season.
3: It just covers all the bases.
1: Yeah, oh, what's wrong? Two more hours in Scorpio season. Enjoy yourself, Sagittarius. Y'all can have it after midnight. We already got it right now. We never let it go. We let
2: everybody else hold 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 it for a little bit.
0: Damn yeah, what done. it's a pleasure. Y'all enjoy. Good birthday, it. man! Cheers. Appreciate y'all. All right.
2: Thanks Peace. for rocking with us. Peace. 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 Well, there you go. Right, you now. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we're going to say peace out, God
0: bless, and good night. Right. Straight, no chaser.